and welcome to another edition and possibly the final edition for 2020 of How Good Is Rugby League. My name is Emmanuel Penklis and joining me as always, Michael Corbin. Michael, good morning. Emmanuel, it is a good morning. Beautiful day here in Sydney. I was very impressed by the Blues on Wednesday night. Much better showing what I thought this series would look like throughout. A complete domination from start to finish. Uh, and yeah, I thought the the spine really stepped up. Nathan Cleary had his best game in origin, I thought. Uh, Tedesco looked a lot fresher than the week before. He's still coming off that knee injury. Damian Cook was explosive from dummy half. And I thought Tupo was fantastic out of the back as well. Uh, really getting our set started. So is Adokar. Adokar's kick chasing was all... He was he was giving Philip Sammy nightmares on the park. Every time that there was a kick that went in behind him, Philip Sammy could hear Adokar's booming footsteps following him into the in goal, and it was great to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nathan Cleary's kicking game was phenomenal. Three crucial kicks uh, for Adokar and Philip Sammy's corner. Philip Sammy will be having nightmares, 100%. Uh, Josh Adokar, and I, I just absolute play to your strengths um, from the Blues. You've got, a, you've got a very quick player there. You've got a strong boot from Nathan Cleary. Why not use them? Uh, I thought Nathan Cleary was much more relaxed having Cody Walker there. Um, I just thought they, they balanced each other better. Um, you had Cody Walker and Damian Cook who just um, bounce off each other. Uh, it was great to see, you know, club combinations working, but a great game from Cleary. Queensland, of course, unlucky with Munster not there and, and concussed in the first couple of minutes. Um, obviously had a huge impact. You had Ben Hunt come into the side um, and then you saw that um, Ben Hunt's defensive um, skills or defensive talent really exploited. Uh, Cody Walker charged over first. Um, into that side of the field. <clears throat> and then New South Wales scored another try there too. So um, a miserable old night for Queensland. Um, Blues stars stepped up and um, just, yeah, very strong performance. Yeah, you mentioned the Munster loss. What it, would do, what it does is, it you know, on that edge where you've got Munster, Capewell defending, you've now got Hunt, Capewell defending. Capewell's not a known defender. And... You know, even even the communication is off. Ben Hunt, you can stick him in the middle of the field and you've got some big props around him. But when you're on the edge and you're running up against Tyson Frizzell, then you got coming out of that, coming looping around, you got Nathan Cleary, uh, Cody Walker, James Tedesco. It, it's damaging and it really cost them. And <clears throat> both Ben Hunt and Philip Sammy are no longer in the side this week because of it. Yeah, and I'd, I'd say the Blues' strategy was always going to be to to go down that side and and um, target Sammy and and use Cleary's kicking skills and Adokar's speed. But I just think the loss of Munster there just sort of um, enhanced that game plan. And um, New South Wales um, threw a lot of questions at Queensland and Queensland didn't have any answers. And, and that's why we saw the scoreline that we did. Yeah, agreed. I also thought that the uh, inclusion of Payne Haas in the starting side was a big difference. He is, I know he's been on a losing team the last two years, but 
he is so difficult to tackle. What he can do, just running, starting your sets, running up, not getting tackled, getting a quick play of the ball or an offload just gives you so much more attack. He's not an impact player off the bench. He's someone that you can stick out there for 60 minutes and know he's going to do his job every single run. Uh, I thought he was really good. And I wasn't sure why Junior Paula was put to the bench, but he's a bit more of an impact player. And I, th- I thought it really worked. I thought it was a good rotation by Bitlard. The bench worked a lot better. It was a lot more cohesive. It had a lot more purpose to it. And yeah, I was really impressed by the Blues forward pack. And basically, the, and there was no bad performances on the Blues, I don't think, this, this game round, which is a really good sign. Yeah, exactly. And um, New South Wales have named the same 17 that won in um, Sydney on Wednesday night. Um, they will go to um, Suncorp with the same 1-17. to 17. Um, The other thing, Corbs, I just want to touch on the crowd. Uh, I don't think it was a sellout. And I know that they're going to full capacity in Queensland. And, of course, given the border debacle, um, no New South Wales fans will be allowed in from Sydney. And um, probably Channel 9 commentators won't be allowed in either, given uh, the current state of play. But um, just on the crowd, I thought it was a bit disappointing. I don't think it got to the 41 or 40 or 41 that ANZ I, I, I can tell you right now, it did not. It was at 36 which is what they yep. told us. And we know that NRL generally bump up their figures by about 5 to 10%. So the fact that it wasn't a sellout is a bad sign for the NRL in terms of, you know, I know they, they wanted to discuss Origin at the back end of the season. We discussed it last week and we said it's not going to happen. Signs are just pointing back to it. The origin at the end of the season doesn't work. Uh, Queensland having a f- allowing a full capacity crowd is going to be... Very interesting. I don't yeah. know. It's going to be. It's the thing is, it's going to be all Queenslanders. Will that help? Yeah. Like, how much of an advantage will that be? Well, the other thing is that New South Wales have to land on the day. Yeah. So, um, and these are tricky rules, and you know, in terms of match preparation, I know they both did in Adelaide, um, but you, you know, you could argue the Blues weren't on that night either. So um, they run in. It's the same one to seventeen for the Blues, and we'll go for the go through the Queensland side in a tick. But you know, these are these are factors that are that are non-game factors that could affect the Blues. Um, certainly, the crowd, the, the 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 ref will lean towards listening to the crowd, which is going to be very pro Queensland, and um, the the conditions under which New South Wales will have to arrive um, and go um, on the day of the game. So. Um, let's ha- take a look at the side for the Maroons. So Munster has been named in the number six despite playing just two minutes of game two last week before the head knock. Um, Corey Allen comes in for Philip Sammy, who I think no one will be surprised without him being dropped. Um, I, I think Corey Allen will probably be far stronger defensively than Philip Sammy. Um, but on, on speed, I think like Adokar easily has Corey Allen covered. Uh, and the other one is Christian Welch returns um, at prop after missing game two due to a concussion. Um, because of that, Dinamis Louis is back to the bench and Fotu Aikar is sliding onto the reserves list. Uh, the other change to the Queensland bench sees Michael, your boyfriend, Harry Grant, named in number 14. Uh, and Ben Hunt has been dropped back to the reserves. Um, thoughts? It's going to be interesting. Uh, I. 
I like the inclusion of Grant. He needs to get an origin run. Uh, now's the time to do it, I think. But if you have an injury in the half halves, like you did last game, what happens? Because I don't think I don't think Harry Grant or Jake Friend are really halves. It's going to be a bit of a adjustment to how everything's played out. Um, I thought Valentine Holmes at fullback lacked a bit of playmaking spark that Queensland really needed as well. So you're a bit short in terms of pl- like quality playmakers who can go and get you points when you need it. Uh, you know, in in New South Wales, you have all th- all four of the members of the spy can go and create something out of nothing, and then you've also got Gufferson and Whiten there as well, who I thought were I thought Gufferson was better. I'm still a little disappointed in how Whiten played. I think he needs to get more involved. Um, but yeah, I I just think there's a lack of creativity in this Queensland side, and I'd be a little worried. Yeah, and Gagai's doing all the heavy lifting in the back five, I think. Of course, yeah. Um, without a doubt. And I think that Corey Allen being there, um, you know, it's sort of a, I guess it's something of a club combination. Or, like, not really, but um, they un- probably understand how each other plays slightly better. Um, and that could help them. But other than that... They're they, they, they on opposite sides of the field. Well, yeah, I know. That's why it's like, but not really. But <laughs> it, it's... It, it's a combination of because they're both South players, but um, they missed Munster. They missed his creativity. Um, instead, that they had with Cherry Evans and Ben Hunt in the halves, they ended up with a situation like the Blues did the week before. It's sort of two more halfback style players and no actual um, uh, ball runner and creative spark. So um, it's <clears throat> it's really going to depend a lot on Munster. Uh, I thought the Queensland pack was still pretty solid. Jaden Sua, I think, has had a, a breakout series. Uh, he's had an awesome season, as I've said. I thought he, he was their best um, with Papali. And um, I think Tino and Payne Haas, I have no doubt they will meet again this week on the field. I hope they do. I, it's, it's incredible how quickly they have the... Like how, many, how many jerseys do you reckon they have back up? Yeah. Because Payne Haas' jersey was completely ripped off him. Comes comes back out in the number 10 uh, Blues jersey again. No rips, whatever. How many of those do you reckon they have to recycle? How many have they got ready? I just wonder. These are the things I wonder about when I'm watching the game. These are the hard questions. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, Corbs, who you got to win? I'm going the Blues. They're the better team on paper. They should have won game one. They clearly won game two. And... If they want to, you know, be serious about, you know, being a formidable force over the next few years, then it'll win game three. So, yeah, Blues for me. Uh, I don't think it'll be a blowout like it was last week. Uh, Queensland have, even in that eight-year run, have always struggled at ANZ. It's always been a bit of a fort. It's always been, you know, we've had that home ground advantage. It's been, it's been good for us. But Suncorp is Suncorp. It's the, the cauldron, it's the hardest place to play. Those Queensland fans are unforgiving and they're going to let Queen, uh, New South Wales have it. So it's going to be a lot tougher uh, than it was last week. I think it'll be closer, but I think New South Wales has the edge. Yeah, I think um, New South Wales were rattled in game one. They figured out how to win game two. Um, they will take that same strategy to Brisbane. Uh, it won't be as easy for them. Uh, Wayne has already plugged some holes. Um, I think Corey Allen is better defensively against Addo Carr. Um, I think Harry Grant brings a bit of spark with Munster playing a full game. It's definitely not going to be the easy, easy game like it was last time. 
it will be a <clears throat> it will require a full 80 minute performance um and i think new south wales are up against 50,000 queenslanders um and have to be ready for that too so um blues is um i'm expecting them to win but i would not be surprised at all if queensland clinched the series by uh two point victory in game three wow wow all right well let's wednesday night's gonna be good i'm excited last game of the season of the nrl season basically and then we get a bit of a hiatus until probably you know serious games kick off mid-march again i believe emmanuel and that leaves us you know kind of without a job for the next few months as well yes yes it does um it's been really enjoyable doing this. Um, it was sort of a, a bit of a, a, a throwaway line, oh, we should do a podcast, but um, it's been great. I think we've done about 35 of these this year. We went through um, lockdown. We went through um, the game's hiatus. We're there for the start of the season, um, finals, origin. We've done it all. It's been great. Um, very entertaining. Thanks to everyone who supports us and, and listens and absolutely roasts us for having a podcast. Um, but but we love it. We love it all. And, um, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to do it again and bring it to you next year. Yeah, exactly. And, look, if something incredible happens over the off-season, we will, we will try and get something out. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, we will be dormant for the next three to four months. And, yeah, hopefully we'll be back next year. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for your support. Uh, it has been I've, – I've really enjoyed doing this. Um, and yeah, happy to do it again next year if, if the people say we should. Yeah, absolutely. And even if they don't say we should, we should do it anyway. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, no, so Michael, um, thank you. Um, because you do most of the editing and the production work and, um, yeah, thank you very much. And, um, thanks to everyone for listening. Yeah. Thank you. And one more thing, Emmanuel, for the last time this year. How good is Rugby League? How good is Rugby League? Thank you, Michael. Thanks, guys.